This episode of That Comic Smell is sponsored by David Robertson's The Taybridge Disaster Comic, now available to buy on Sunday the 28th of December 1879. The Tay Rail Bridge collapsed as a train from Burnt Island to Dundee passed over it, killing all aboard. Read about this extraordinary event and everything surrounding it in the new comic by David Robertson under his Fred Egg Comics imprint. Buy your copy today at fredeggcomics.bigcartel.com Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadakat and Tom Stewart. I thought you were just really showing off. I was like, oh, here we go. Look, <laughs> so, I've got a, a box. Oh, here we go. Where shall I start? I'll pop this here. This Hello. Tom's, <laughs> Tom's there, eh? <laughs> In your burrow. Mike, you have a look. Oh, just alright. Yeah, yeah. uh, whoever wants it can go for it. These are the ones I have picked just, just in oh, case. Strike Force Mortuary. First issue. Oh, Sergio. You got some goodies there. Oh, I don't know that, but it looks nice. Sci fi. I've always wanted to check it out. Oblivion Song. It's a Robert Kirkman, but right. I have wanted to check it out for a wee while. But we taste it. Yeah. Thank you. That's all right. Thank there's, you. Always, there's always a box of. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm surprised they've reprinted Force Mortuary recently. That's the only one I've seen. I think yeah. they did that because they were reprinting the the first series in trades. Yeah. yeah. I have so the first trade. I managed to get that in Savvy actually from all places. Yeah. For yeah. a fiver. Nice. It's <laughs> um, a good series, man. So I enjoy that. Yeah. But obviously I had that duplicate and I thought, well, what I'm going to do this is go into the box. Yeah, <laughs> the box of fun. I went on, my dad's now got an eBay account and I went on there and looked up some of my old dinosaur toys that I bought from museums mm-hmm. in the 80s. And so there's one of them that's about £400. Jesus, like that size. It, it was made by a, a group called Inventica in Leicestershire. And they did them really, really delicately and fantastically modelled. Mm. Mm. And there's loads of them, which I, I would have bought for a pound or two, and people on eBay are spending hundreds on them. Yeah. Smell them. Very nice. It's great, isn't it? That's it's lovely. good to spend insane amounts of money on things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's even it's, better to know good. you spent very little money on it. Yeah. Same with all the Star Wars stuff, and the He-Man Masters of the Universe. But by the way, I'm a third of the way through my... He-Man, but which I should have actually brought with me because I've been reading that a bit. <laughs> you know the the He-Man mini comics book. The ones that were in the toys. Yeah. Yeah. I should have brought that with me. 
Comics. In the toys? Yeah, each toy, it, it, it helped the comic be one of the biggest selling comics in history because with each toy figure behind it, there was a mini comic. Like, oh. that, remember I brought in the Dino Rider one a while back? It was like th- this sort of size. I can't remember. And inside it's beautifully illustrated. And uh, the He-Man ones were, were just like that. Just like that. Next, next podcast I'll, I'll bring mm. it in and let you see. But it's got its own bookmark, which means like when you're sort of trudging your way through uh, page, well, I think I'm at 300 or so, and I've got about 700 more pages to go. Was it a specific comic that came with a specific figure? Yeah, and usually you? Usually they aim to provide a, a comic that had that figure in it. But they had like mixtures, so sometimes you'd get like double comics if the same characters were in it. Right. I think so. I mean, I I had He Man and Skeletor. (coughs) Would you be able to tell? Would it tell you which comic you should have got? No, No, it doesn't tell you. But when you see the characters, you kind of like yeah, you you get that in there. I wonder if I would recognise it. Possibly, but there was a lot of things I didn't recognise when I saw it because. I can't find any of my original mini comics yeah. anywhere. It's nice. I brought the stuff that <coughs> I've been reading, or I'm about to read, or I brought from Spain. Oh, nice! So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna have a nice smell about it. If it's a general chit chat, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I saw, so I'll, I'll bring, I'll show you the. That's some of the stuff that um, I brought from Spain. Um, so that's two series by Alfonso Font. These are from the 1980s. Um, so that's Taxi. Taxi is the nickname of this girl, which is the main protagonist of this series. That looks amazing. She's an investigator reporter, mm-hmm. and she gets into all sort of troubles. She, she works for an agency trying to find out more about whatever mystery or things are happening. And it's all based in Barcelona, actually. So if you look through the, so that's if you've been in Barcelona, you can recognize that's Plaza Colón, mm. that's near the harbor. So the buildings, is, there's a lot of um, uh, references to the to the city. Uh, so it's quite interesting from that point of view. Alfonso Font used to live there. Uh, I think he still lives in Barcelona. But yeah, that's. Uh, that's really nice and again by the same artist uh, he also did Ronner or John Ronner uh, which is a, a sailor adventurer guy sort of in the vibe of Corto Maltese oh, the, this guy is blonde uh, the interesting thing is his this character meets Robert Louis Stevenson <laughs> and in the Polynesia and they meet and they so essentially Ronald tells Robert Louis Stevenson the stories the adventure <laughs> and Robert Louis Stevenson then inspired by that theoretically he writes his book so his stories <laughs> so it's kind of all a, in a sort of fictional real way cool. um, Alfonso von <coughs> really like Robert Louis Stevenson, and so he did a lot of uh, study and studied his biography, and then to find out a lot of mm. references to to try to make it as as 
not necessarily historically accurate, accurate yeah. but <coughs> believable and true to the material. And true to the material. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a, again, I like I like the art very much. So I don't know which way it's <laughs> no. going. Thanks. But Alfonso has always been one of my favorite artists. It's always in my top ten. So he's done also text. He's done. Oh really? Ma- oh yeah, he's done many stuff in Europe, in France, in Belgium, Spain. Is He's always been one of my top favorite mm. actors. It's just the style he has. Yeah. It's very classic from that era, from the 80s. Look at the, the, the way that he works the page. And he's really got a way of... Like, when I, when I looked at that, and you saw the, the stuff in the background, yeah. it looks way back. You sort of go, whoa, look at that. Yeah, yeah. And then this depth here with this plane. Yes. He's really, really you good at working the perspective. Almost he's, <laughs> he's really good working perspectives. In that, yeah. in that, in the series, particularly in Taxi, uh, you have that because he he makes an effort to always put the background yeah, of the really, city really and to make it that. recognizable. Yeah. Those streets are that's the the Barri Day, the, the old Gothic uh, streets of Barcelona. So they they are real and and. and so he took photographs and a lot. Uh, he went through a, a good, fair effort of to do it. Now in this one, Tommy, if you you look at the back, mm-hmm. that's oh. different albums published at that time by right. that publisher, Norma Editorial. Okay. Because Norma Editorial was the the main, the main publisher of these sort of comics. Trigger and still, yeah, no, they've, they're they're putting out um, they're a like republishing lots of like Love and Rockets and stuff just now. Yes, yes. So they always do good quality comics, yeah. European, American. It doesn't matter. They just, you know, they put anything. I started following them on Twitter because they've, they've always got great yeah. stuff to put up. Yeah, yeah, they do. Not that I've been really going on social media, but it's, um, yeah, it's good to see. That. Yeah, that's Parque Way. That's Parque Way in Barcelona, oh, yeah. yeah. Like the artwork, yeah, it's really good. It's um, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so he's so talented. As I say, he's so Ooh. talented guy. Lovely. Like that. Mm. I visited Perth three weeks ago, just before going to Menorca, and I stopped by the Oxfam bookshop there, oh, yeah, and I got. Oh, Houdini. Houdini, the Handcuff King, oh, by Jason right. Lutz and Nick Bertosi. Um, and I couldn't resist to buy it. It looks really nice. And I enjoy it, actually. Um, I enjoy that very much. Um, and it's not really the art I go for, but I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the work. I've enjoyed the story very much. It's just a short story, but I've enjoyed that very, very much. Whoever away, I don't know. Which and who is it? Sorry, Nick. Nick Bertozzi. I'm back to. I'm actually it down. Here embarrassingly thinking I've either got that or I don't. <laughs> there we go. That one. When it came one? out, I think mm-hmm. I meant to buy it and I'm not sure. I, I, I saw it. in the previous and yeah. then I thought, oh, the cover I need to make a note of it. Yeah. I need to see if I can get it. And then it kind of. I never got it, yeah. and ah. then I saw it in the in the shop and said I couldn't resist this. I'm gonna oh. check when I go back. It's one of your cartoon stories as well. So, 
And I say it's not the sort of artist or the art that I would normally go for, but I thought oh, I'm gonna, because I'm, I always find quite mysterious and quite interesting the the life of Houdini, mm -hmm. um, and I actually enjoy that very much, and I enjoy the art, and I thought the art fits well to the story too, and. People is enjoying comics. <laughs> I noticed we're, we're it's all. Your e moment, it's your moment, Mike. We're all evenly matched because there's two DC t shirts and two Star Wars t shirts. Yeah. It's your moment to say. <laughs> Posterior. <laughs> Posterior. The rear. <laughs> Glutimus Maximus. Culo. That's good. Excellent. <clears throat> Ooh. Ian Kennedy, Battle of Britain, World Picture nice. Gallery, um, that is beautiful, that is fantastic work, um, particularly because most of the air fights, dog fights are happening at night time, so there's a lot of use of blacks mm. and chiaroscuro there, and it's just really really nice. Um, Taking the opportunity that Mr. Kennedy was in the shop, <laughs> I politely asked him if he would oh, great. dedicate Singer. the book, and he did. Nice. Because he's a lovely man. Sweet. Good. And he is. So, yeah, I enjoyed that very much. That was good. I like a good old classic war comic. That had TV advertising when it came out. It was on Talking Pictures. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Don't talk in pictures. Yeah, there was adverts for it. For the comic. <coughs> Excuse me. Right, what other things I've been reading? So this is Ares stuff. Oh, it's jumper time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to hold out a lot longer. I've not actually seen interiors of that up close yet, so... I've only um, ever seen them on a computer. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. I saw the font itself. The old Germanic yeah. font. I think I've got this area. I've got one Aries library that I bought because it was Ian. I think it's this one, Steel Bats. Yeah, it could be. It's that's not as big though, it's not as big and in, in it's old of course. Yeah, this is the new edition they're doing. Yeah. They're reprinting some of the, the strips, uh, maybe putting one or two together. Some of them are doing hardback, some of them are doing in, in paperback. Because they done they done few with Hugo Pratt. Yeah. Um, which I have a couple of them. Um, I think they are being scanned and then mm. enlarged yeah, slightly. Like I don't know if yeah. they're retouching the blacks or not. Some of them printing wise is not yeah. as sharp as I was hoping for, but that one in particular is good. Mm -hmm. The reproduction is really good on that one. But I don't know how much retouch or enlarge they had to do on that one to resize it. Um, I never seen the original, so I don't know how, what what size were the word picture library. I would imagine smaller, it's smaller, like commando, kind of commando size, size but thicker. Yeah, yeah. So, nice. so yeah, that's really. Nice. I enjoy that very much. That is, the place is. If I did get this, it was a different, different cover slightly. Yeah, I don't know. That's gonna have to check. It might, I used to, I used to 
make a note of what I wanted and, and take a, the cover and stick it in this file that I kept. And it was things I wasn't going to buy, but I'd keep them for like birthdays coming yeah. up or that. Yeah. And I remember this cover being in that I file. Remember, I remember, remember that I image of that cover. That, that yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they show in previews. But I don't and I thought, oh, mm. that's, that's interesting. I want to get that. Yeah, I think maybe I didn't get it in the end. But uh, uh, yeah, it was noticeable at the time, eh? Yeah. Looks good. So I found it. No, it's got Disney written on it. Yeah, <laughs> I found it. So just it's 2007, Disney. Total. luck. Mm. It's just one of the things in the charity shop. Interesting. It's in good nick, so. Yeah. So. Oh, I grab the battle for it in the fear. It reminds me of stuff you'll get on Eagle Comics. Or Victor. Yeah, probably. I mean, that kind of contemporaneous of that. Was that 1960s, those ones? I think. There's actually panels in there of the pilots running to the planes. And some of the Dan Bear stuff, the storyline was Dan had been a pilot. And there's panels that are like almost exactly like that. I show that because when Mr. Kennedy came and yeah. I said, well, do you remember this one? I said, oh yeah, that was many years ago. I said, so that's a new reprinting edition they're doing. Mm-hmm. I said, oh yeah, I remember that. And then he kindly signed it and dedicated it. So that was good. That's great. And I did send by, I sent by post the, that comic, is male comic. Yeah. And that's the, the other thing I've read recently, oh, Monsters. Right. Yeah. Graphically, very, very impressive. Very, very impressive. Story-wise, it's interesting. But I think if you get a comic by Barry Winsor Smith, you're, you're going to buy it because of his art. Or certainly I would. <laughs> Not so much about the script. Mm-hmm. Um, still, there's a lot of on this yeah. you read it through and then and it's literally there are many monsters in different ways in the story I don't want to spoil it to whoever yeah. haven't read it but there's many monsters there's many ways to be a monster it's not just physically right okay um, so I, I read the first I don't know 40 pages or so yeah and it was good and then I was uh, I had a week off and I thought I'll read it on that week but then I, on that week I took it down to London to read it but then we went to Forbidden Planet and I got these big big books about Close Encounters yeah. of the Third Kind and Planet of the Apes and that so I got obsessed I was reading yeah, them yeah. thinking oh I'm meant to be reading Monsters but I couldn't well, stop reading the these the weekend I got it I thought oh, I'll go, I'm going to start a few pages yeah and I sat down and I on that Saturday I read the whole thing wow um, yeah I'll go back to it um, because I wasn't doing very much that day and I, I was just, that was me in the sofa all day with, and enjoying that and, mm. and yeah, so that originally was meant to be a Hulk story or the project originally was meant to be a Hulk story, not, yeah. not, I think, not the story itself but you, you know they, they, they did the story, did you, did you know that story? Did they? They did this, yeah you know the Issue 312, famous one actually, uh, Mike Magnola threw it. 
and oh. it's the story of Bruce being little and he's little, and yeah. it's actually called Monster it's that one yeah yeah and that was Barry Windsor Smith's idea he went in with and they went ah, that's a bit much and then they did it and anyway. then they did it yeah yeah. yeah was that part also was a secret wars yeah too? there was a secret wars too add on at the end yeah. secret wars Barry Windsor Smith didn't know for like about 10 years somebody mentioned it to him so actually they did it so that's yeah they just kind of took the idea and of course Jim Shooter now gets asked about it and says oh I'm sort of they work they are work it's just his art looks insane isn't it it's just it's not quite human you know? well I can I can get uh, something like that such an amount of detail mm-hmm. you know, it takes you hours to do a panel yeah yeah no wonder it took on decades. Just, just to it's a lifetime. Put all these there. little lines in position, which it just makes the whole image and the story, and that's the art, and it's just amazing. But it's just the patience yeah. <laughs> you have to have. I don't have the patience to do anything even remotely close to it. No. <laughs> it's just. It's, it's, it's like a compulsion, surely. Oh my god, it's just. It's amazing. I mean, it's. Do you think sometimes just the air, even. Do you think sometimes though it, I'm not talking about this book, but when drawing comics you're you're not wanting the art to overwhelm the story, are you? You know, almost if there's too much detail and it's too well drawn, it's almost a deterrent to I mean yeah. it's meant to be read. Yeah. The, the looking at it and admiring it just overtakes the reading. Yeah. I mean that's not a new argument. It's just something I'm thinking about. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because you said you meant to read it. That's the main thing. Yeah. The amount of detail that is yeah. in there. Um, it's just an but, idea. Yeah. Right? yeah. But it's, but then it's some, some things are like Jeff Darrow. You know, he's well, that's many. another one. That is just absolutely. I mean, Jeff Darrow. That is one of those things. Yeah. What he does is. You shouldn't like what he draws, yeah. but you cannot get your eyes off it. No. And, uh, and it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, good. good it's gruesome. I look forward to reading that. <laughs> because it's gruesome. And it's so ridiculous. Well, it's it? ridiculous, but yeah, at you the know same the, time. You know the chainsaw switched on and it's on a chain and he's swinging it around to kill all the zombies that are coming at him. Is that like, trailing, trailing Cowboy? Trailing Cowboy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's sending it go, what the hell? Or oh, in hard boil when he goes with the car and it just yeah. goes through the building, into the mall, and he just goes through everything. Yeah, and it so just <laughs> I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but Frank Muller getting the artwork back and, go, and he had to write the dialogue on it. <laughs> and he saw it and was like, Jesus Christ, what, what can I put on this? What? I remember he was saying it like that. Oh my God. Well, that certainly shows. <laughs> so, yeah, and then... The artwork for Hardboiled is incredible. Oh, yeah. The story... <laughs> I, I can't even... I couldn't even tell you. I mean, no. he's like a robot cyborg. Yeah, it, doesn't, it, it makes no even, sense to me. No. Talk about Frank Miller. I'm hmm. reading a Spine book about the controversial Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is about Framila in general, you know, it's not just one. his controversial no part of it. But got, that is so uh, published by Dolmen Editorial, which has lots of these books. And um, 
is by Jose Joaquin Rodriguez, which is the same writer who did the one about Kirby that I have at home. Oh yeah. Um, I've just started, and so yeah, I'm curious. I'm I was interested to see. He's going through everything, all his career. So right. from the starts uh, the, the very beginning, uh, Marvel and a couple of things at DC to then come back to DC to. 300 the stuff between Dark Horse and then going down from there but it go it covers everything and you can read it in chapters if you want to because he said he tried to split the story and kind of different chapters so you're just interested to read certain chapters on your go mm -hmm. uh, you want to read the whole book with the whole book but um, so yeah it's okay uh, this is another thing I just got, haven't read it yet, uh, but in Spain um, has become top seller. Uh, just it came out this year, the beginning of the year. Uh, it's called Contrapaso, and it's a kind of thriller, murder mystery uh, during the Spanish dictatorship, and the art and the script is by Teresa Valero. Teresa Valero is an artist in Spain that actually he's done a lot of uh, kids books and books for children and, mm. and but this is the first full graphic novel he's doing and it's fantastic, it's amazing. The art, color used <coughs> is reminiscent to Black Sad in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, uh -huh. you go, oh yeah, yeah, that's... Oh, it's with humans, all, all the characters mm. of humans, so there's no animals in this one. Um, but yeah, it's... I really like uh, uh, what I saw, uh, photographs and, and things like that. So yeah, I want to get this. Uh, it looks quite interesting. Uh, so yeah, have a look at it. But I haven't read it, so mm. I don't know. But just that just came out this year, and it's a, it's a big, big thing in Spain. Yeah. It's a top seller just now. Uh, they're saying uh, the book of the year and everything. They were saying that was just in March or April when it Jeez. came out. They were saying that already. And some of the and YouTubers in Spain and the comic book shops and said, Well, book of the year. Okay. <laughs> so we'd be soon to say book of the year, you know? Uh, so mm. let's hope that there's also as good books as this um. coming out later on the year. But so far it's been, yeah, um, very good. So I saw it in Amazon at a very decent price. And, and, I jumped for it, I went for it. So. Is it the same artist? No. No. No, no. Just very similar. Um, there is, yeah, you can see some of it. I mean, actually, I think Teresa Valero is older than Juanjo Guarnido. Um, yeah, because he's is only in his like, 40s or something, isn't he? Um, I think. Yeah, they're about so. Well, so they're, 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 I think I think there is a little bit slightly older than Juan Juanito. Um, but there is a little means he has a big career at the back. He's been yep. doing, as I said before, illustration and books for children well, many, yeah. many many years. Yeah. Uh, but this yeah. is the first yeah. time he's doing something tongue. on her own as a graphic novel. Hmm. As one of the I've seen most of them. Have yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was good, yeah, good good no, detail. No, no. As one of the reviewers say and he says it's real the good thing is it's Sorry. really good, the art is reminiscent to sort of black sad if you like that sort of or background, historical background, etc. Go for it. And it says what's the bad thing? The bad thing is it's a big book, 
there's lots of pages in it and we're gonna have to wait a long time to have another one <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> that, so that's the the way he put it through and i thought well that's okay it's a bad thing but yeah yeah it's uh see the newest black sides on its way uh, yes i saw that but just digitally just digitally yes mm-hmm. Oh, I saw a nice picture of it, and there appeared to be a falcon in the background. Mm. As if gonna he's wait. The main antagonist. Just, just, gonna wait. Just now. Gonna have to wait because physical, but it's gonna be yeah. next year. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's alright. Still quicker than I thought it was gonna be. I still thought we were gonna have to wait. I think for nowadays, um, particularly with known characters or known works, the publisher are, are acting quickly. And the last one I bought, which I haven't read yet, but I always fancy it. Although it's a kind of pocket edition of it. El Eternauta mm. by Hector Osterfeld and oh, Solano Lopez. The Eternaut. Yeah. This is a classic of the Argentinian comics, actually. Um, it's a science fiction comic, a black and white. Um, and it's published in a. It was originally published in this sort of format. Oh, nice. Um, but it's uh, a it's the 1950s, I think, is from originally. Is it? Um, I want to say because <coughs> it's, it's been published and printed and I want to say the original copyright, but I can't see it. It's a it's a very old comic. And I always fancy it. And finally, I got a, an edition in Spanish, so I went for it. And it's a, it, it was only seven pounds, and I thought, well, give it a really? It's quite dinky. Normally, it's much bigger. Normally, the editions that you find is kind of hardback, that sort mm-hmm. of size, and they charge you thirty quid for it. Oh, it was on there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I remember rightly, was that it or not? Not was that not on the one of the ones that were on the. Eisner's list and like the, the one that we covered, the Die International Edition, yeah, made in English, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, but the comic itself is much older, yeah, as yeah, far yeah, as yeah, I'm yeah. aware. I mean, the matter of fact is in. I'm not sure if it's in this one or in the second, on the continuation of the Eternauta, Eternauta Dos, where um, the writer puts a lot of autobiographical. Uh, information oh. uh, and events that happened because at that time um, he got uh, well, his family got kidnapped um, many of them actually died disappeared yeah. um, so yeah there's there's a lot of it there's a lot of it so you can't read in between the lines it's a science fiction story but there's many other things that if you tie up with what happened at that time in Argentina, uh, yeah, it's a quite tragic story. He, he lost all his family. Jesus. And he, many tried to escape in exile and many disappeared and he never heard of them again. And yeah. So yeah, he, that's... He, he, was, he disappeared, didn't he? He disappeared. He? And they don't know what happened to him. So what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he didn't work for British 
weeklies as well. Solano Lopez did. Solano yeah. did oh, lots of comics that's for that's yeah. yeah. Solano Lopez did many comics uh, for uh, Fleetway and mm-hmm. the likes uh, in the UK, like many of the Desaparecidos, because the the secret police and the mm. secret service yeah. or the dictatorship took anyone that had political views different to the government at that time and they made them disappear mm-hmm. you read whatever you want on that mm. uh, like, um, and we're talking about thousands of people yeah we're not talking about just a few two just thousands like the, just like the Sawar so, police and with the Shah of so, Iran yeah it's, it's, it's like, it has uh, happened in many countries unfortunately mm-hmm. That's like um, the the story of the, the them getting imprisoned and everything in uh, the winter of the cartoonists. Well, yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them, have, you know, freshly come out of prison. Yes. Or ended up being imprisoned. Yep. Many of them. It's just, it's just something that just doesn't compute when you. No, it doesn't compute for our no. generation. No. Well. Sorry, it doesn't compute for our generation here in Britain. Yeah, it computes yeah, for exactly. my generation in yeah, Spain because yeah. I was born in the last year of the dictatorship. And although I didn't live the dictatorship, I live in my early years in the, 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 the transition and the following years, those yeah. years where it wasn't quite a democracy yet. What was going on? Jeez. Now you're looking back and you go. And it's one of the things is people with mom and dad and they go, yeah, it was, you know, there was this and that. There were things you can, you, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that, you know. But also they were saying, you know, that there's something, yeah, there were all the things that, you know, at least you could do this or you could do that. Nowadays you don't feel so safe when you go on the streets at night or whatever. And you kind of think, well, is it worth it one or the other? You don't know. So it's kind of, yeah, it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing. But yeah, it's difficult to compute, it's difficult to understand. Yeah. Something like that. This is insane. But yeah, I want to, I really am looking forward to read that one. Um, because it's considered one of the, it's considered one of the best comics ever written in Spanish. Um, and it's one of those absolute classics. <laughs> In science, science fiction, etc. So yeah. So when I I, I thought that and I, when I saw it for the price and I thought it'll be a smaller format and it, it was, it's good. It's just. Yeah. I don't want to turn it to Nando in case That's it ruins okay. something. That's so. Right. Just oh my god. The fantagraphics of this and that is. Very nice. Yeah, the fantastic. Is big, it? It's got like a big slip case. I don't so know. It's a little bigger kind than of that. Kind of a black sort of gold. Yeah, you, you take it out and it's the helmet mask is yeah. like a hole. So you yeah. take it out and his face comes out. You know. Oof. Yeah. I was reading it at work actually. It was good. I'm pretty sure that was originally. What is it in the library? It's in the uni library. Yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure that was originally. It came out in the 50s. 1976 to 1978. Oh, it's, it's wow. based in the 1950s, oh, yeah. but it came out in in, mm. in magazine, well, in the strips, in yeah. the magazine or different magazines, 
in the 70s, 76 to 78. I think because of the artwork, it's got that connection with me with like reading British weeklies. You, yes. you can read it like it's you a see, British weekly. Because there were many, things, many yeah. Spanish artists and Latin American yeah. artists around that time, the same sort of a school, yeah. who did many comics for Fleetway and mm. from from other editors here in Britain uh, during that time in the in the sixties, in the seventies. Valiant. So there were many of them. Like that. So yeah, it's uh so you'll, you you kind of you look at it and you go and it looks mm. familiar mm-hmm. and it just kind of brings you back to those comics. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Have you? Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, nice. so I'm looking forward Seven to read quid, those. That's, <laughs> that's one of my last so. <laughs> Wow. Well, you all know what I've been excited about because I've yes. mentioned it. So say we all. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you know what? Before I, before I take that, I was in the uni library again and I, and I found this thing here. I don't know if you know this. The hell? Albert Owen versus History, Griffo and Wendy Gondon. So it was just there. I was in the I was in the store actually in the library. Dali on the back there. And look at this. £24 on the back, right? So it's like so I'm having a look through because I thought that looked kinda nice. Looks a bit like Steve Parthouse or something. So look, so I'm looking through and I'm going, oh, what's this? This is, you know, and then it's a comic. I'm interested, so I'm looking. And then look, it's quite nicely done. Wow, it's pretty good. I've no idea what it is. It's nice. And then it gets really <laughs> wacky, right? It's quite mental. Yeah. And then like it, second page in as well. Yeah, and then and then this is what got me, right? Okay, bang. Right? And I'm like, this is a six page comic. <laughs> it's a big twenty four pound hardback. What? All the pages. I there. thought there's six pages in this. No. Six pages in the story. I thought who's published this? What model is this? What's going on here? I was and, and I was thinking all this looking at it and I thought I'm taking this to show the guys. I can't believe this. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it if I said I found a six six page six page hardback. 1997 and it's good somebody's published it and it's six pages it's got some good um, anything else on it at all wow okay oh, I mean it's like published in Germany printed in Germany 1997 six pages six pages I thought okay. published this who's buying this that's definitely what is this I've never seen anything like this in my life that definitely surprised you yeah yeah it did it did that, def- <laughs> that did surprise me you're right <laughs> hey so, Tony uh, yeah <laughs> that definitely surprised yeah. you Dave. so I mean <laughs> that's got to be seen to be believed that wow that uh, I mean it looks really really good yeah, I was enjoying it and then I and thought and then suddenly it's only six pages. pages I'm repeating myself but that's a six page <laughs> Hardback, and then when I saw that, twenty-four pounds. Oh, what's going on? I'm twenty-four pounds in 1997. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like a lot of pounds then. In that was a lot of money then. Yeah, a lot of money now. So wow. I mean, the, the, as an auditor, I thought I've got. Well, to yeah. how much would that be? Definitely, 
That is just mental. How much would that be now? I don't know. Six, 60 quid? <laughs> about 40, 50 pounds oh. at the very least. Hope you don't mind, but I'm going to read it all. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take Yeah, I read it all as well. Sat in one reading, I just got wow. swept up in it. Couldn't stop reading it. Wow, wow, it's wow. It's got so a lot of good swearing in it and stuff, which is always good. Yeah, so there you go. Wow. That was that. That's, that's, that's amazing. But this is, this is what I've been <laughs> excited about, like a big fan, like a big geek. So obviously this is based in Salvador. Yeah, Dali, yeah, yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, good job on whoever went into a publisher for that. Well, you published this in this format, and, this, and they went, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what who would hallucinate. It's only 500 <laughs> copies of this available in the world, oh, yeah. and 20 of them were numbered and signed. Oh, you didn't believe that. Oh, wow. So, right, so that that's a really rare thing. That's why. So it's, that's uh, why you have to pay 24 pounds. I don't think that'll be going back to the library. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's like yeah, that's what it's 500 copies. Yeah, that's why it's 500 copies, 20 of them were numbered and signed, 20 of them. I just... I, I'm, I can't get over that, but anyway, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's really nice, it's really good, but... Six pages, hardback! <laughs> yeah! And at that price you go, what the actual... <laughs> Mental. It's just I keep I expecting there'll be another page in no, no, between. There's, there's no doubles. No, no, there's no another one stuck. Come on, <laughs> come on. There has to be one there. No, no, it's just the paper is a little bit thicker. That's all it is. It's seeing the middle things. You're just like, huh? No, there's even a staple in the middle. I wonder if all the pages are there. And we've just got like the first couple of pages in, the last couple of pages, and we've missed out an no, entire. No, they're chunk. numbered. Numbered. They're numbered. I spotted that earlier. Yep. So. Maybe the guy couldn't eat count. I just honestly, I keep expecting it. <laughs> it's so thick. That's it. And that's the story. Happy end. Is it? <laughs> Is it? I'd be sitting going. I've paid twenty four pounds for this. <laughs> Happy end. Wow. I mean, wow. There's uh, something else. It's wow. Have so you seen it, Bering? Oh, yeah, you've seen it, Mike. Yes, that's a word for it. <laughs> It'd make me laugh a little bit. <clears throat> but I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have bought it. I definitely not. Yeah, but so can a Tim Vine joke, and it, you know, it goes even longer than this. <laughs> Christ. I need to look this up. <laughs> I need to look this up because I'm I'm perplexed by this. <laughs> Tom is perplexed. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Mike is bewildered. <laughs> Dave was surprised. <laughs> and you've got it sussed. <laughs> well, Al Albert Ulen, yeah, Albert Ulen was a German artist. Uh, oh, he still is. He's a contemporary artist. Mm. Uh, so that's it's a real person. 
Okay. okay. So I suppose that's the main, that's the painter there. Yeah. The story. How much is it on Amazon? I'm just intrigued. Not available. Probably fifty pound, maybe. Nah, and Amazon will be a lot more than that. Twenty pounds and forty-three pence. Whoa! <laughs> it says here lies. It says eight pages. I'm assuming they're counting the the, mm. <laughs> the start yeah. and the and the blank page. Yes. Eight pages. Oh. I know. I'm really worried. It's turning very grey. I know, and very windy. Right. Well, I'm gonna. Remember, folks, the the rule from last time. What's the rule? Grab, grab something. Everybody grab something and head into the thing. Mm-hmm. I'll quickly save. Grab the comics. Yeah, I'll quickly save what we've got and then run in. We'll just tuck it in the in the oh, garage. Look at that. So this has been a sort of slowly, no bothered really, collection over the decades, right? I'm, I'm, do you know what I'm learning to stop saying years and say decades now? That's, that's <laughs> that, where we're that at. Is, that that's is worrying. It's, it's applying to everything now. It's not just years. It's decades. So earlier this year, I thought, you know, I thought I'm going to finish this collection. I'm going to get on eBay and finish it, and, and I did. And odd, twenty-three issues. And there's the last one, last <laughs> issue, collector's item. It tells you on it, it's a collector's item, so you know it is. But these are great, and I've started, as you know, because I've been taking photos, and there's no yes. escape. I'm sending them to you. Here's I'm, a, I'm very happy to see them. That's good. Because these are comics I. Ernie Colon. Ernie Colon, yeah. Or Colon, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes we say it a different way to make it not sound like a colon. <laughs> I will. Yes, uh, it, well, if we follow his origin name, yeah. I believe he's Philippines originally. Uh, it's Colon. Ah, Colon. Yeah. So Ernesto. Be, so that is the way to say it. Ernie, Ernesto, Ernest. I love that Colon. That was my favourite yeah. so far. But these were like a variety. I mean, these weren't really bargains. These were like, yeah, in the end, I thought, I'm getting I'm yeah. getting these. And I think the most expensive one was this one, which was £6. Yeah. I got a whole bunch Who of them. Who didn't they cover that one? Uh, that's Pat Broderick. Pat Broderick. Nice. He's pretty good, yeah. It's most really of nice. them are Walt Simonson. Brilliant. Pretty much all inked by Claus Jansen. So whoever's pencil in it it's got a the color dancer yeah always it's very Salva Sema does a couple brilliant Pat Broderick so Rich Buckler I think was in there doing one of them you know him mm-hmm. yeah. so uh, great covers man love it and I'm, I'm really I'm just you know I'm becoming more of a Battlestar Galactica geek the older I'm getting <laughs> I've always liked it but it's like I'm starting to get Obsessed, you know. I had my T-shirt on last time. I had my. I've always had the LP. I was playing that at the weekend while I was colouring some pages. I love the music. It's on TV. I'm like watching it. And my boys are like, "Oh, this again!" <laughs> and I'm like, "You know, look, you've only seen this episode sixty times. You know, <laughs> the one with Patrick McNee is absolutely brilliant. You seen that one?" I've seen all of them, and it's been many years ago. Yeah, when it came out originally. He's like this powerful, godlike person, and they, and they're all like they're all doing whatever he says, and the whole fleet yeah. is like, oh, he's great, and, but then only Baltar's like, I know your voice, and he's got Patrick McNee had earlier done the voice of the Imperious leader, so he took the same voice, 
<laughs> and he's like, I know your voice. You know, you're, you're and he goes, no, how could that? And it's part of my knee, great act. And he's like, no, how could that be? He says, and he says, when were the Cylons given their voices uh, from the original creators? And he says, like, you know, millions of years ago. And he's like, well, that couldn't be possible, could it? <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. They're kind of hinting that he's like the devil, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is the, the original evil. But have a look at these, man. Because there's a thing about Battle Galactica series, I remember there was a lot of biblical yeah. sort of references yeah. in a way. And now that you're mentioning that, I remember that character. I haven't seen yeah. the series since the he's 80s. He's got the white gear on. Yes, and, and like, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh, how could that be? And they all love him. And, the, the and I remember we watching because I used to watch that. Because Battle Galactica used to be. It came out in the summer. So you would watch one episode in the afternoon, yeah. After the news and the weather and all that, and you'll have I don't know, half half three or so. What is that? One episode, one hour. <laughs> and I used to watch. My dad used to go and have a rest and used to sleep. But I used to watch TV. My mom used to watch TV. Mm-hmm. So we used to sit and watch all of the Battlestar Galactica. So I remember that Great. one. Oh, yeah. that That's be? one of the best. And I said, Oh, it came He's trying to prove. And, uh, and what I think, oh, and my mom said. He's the devil. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's that my mum said that. She clocked it right away. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but yeah, remember. Yeah. That just brought some, that mm. brought some memories. Yeah. Oh my god! Nice. Now I'm gonna have to watch that episode oh, now yeah. in English. Have you got the original version? I've watched them in the Spanish. All yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dog, of course. Plays yeah. It, yeah. Plays it amazing. He's wow. just like, mm-hmm. yeah, no problem. But that coincides with. <laughs> I love that. How could that be possible? Millions of years ago. Couldn't it be possible? Could it? <laughs> and he's looking at me. Like, but what you're Jeez. saying about enjoying and looking into that is yeah. just the older we get, mm-hmm. the more we like older stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, it's funny, right? I've got I brought this because I was reading some of the issues, and and this one here, this story, all things past. This is how I read Battlestar Galactica. Right, Jeez. they were reprinted in these pocket books. Oh, this was called Star Heroes. The cover's long gone. So this would have been like 1980 or something. It's got Micronauts in it as a backup story as well. Brilliant. But I was reading one of them and I opened it and it, and it was this one. I thought, oh right, yeah, I read this one. So I'm reading through, yeah, I remember this. Good in colour and that. And then I got to the next issue and I'm going, I know, I know this. You know sometimes you read an old comic and you think, I know this, I know these page layouts, I know everything. And I thought, I wonder... I wonder if it was in here as well, and it was. I went and checked after, but the funny thing was reading the issue. I was like, "Yeah, I know all these pages," and then I got to this page and I went, "I don't, I don't know that page at all." <laughs> and I thought, "I wonder if they cut that out." And then it was the next day. I went and checked. And I went, and yeah, they'd cut out that page so that it wasn't burned into my mind like the other pages. I thought that's amazing. It's fun. It's amazing how you're when things you read as a kid over and over. Yeah. It's amazing how you rescued that guy once. <coughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, Christ. Yeah, Doug Benedict. <laughs> yeah. Saved his life. Oh, dear. I, I did. Oh, oh, dear, oh, dear, 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 oh, dear. Starbuck. Yeah. Face. Yeah. Because I never remind you about it, that's why. We're, we're actually good, good buds now, me and Doug Benedict. <laughs> He's my, my pal. Yeah, but the thing is, he, he said that whenever you're in his neighbourhood, just knock on his door and say that you're his son. That's right. Because he's shagged so many people that <laughs> he doesn't know who's who's his children he or not. Say, he did say that. 
he said uh, somebody done somebody some what was that yeah, some a teenage, guy and teenage lad came up yeah. came up to his mansion and said you're my dad and, and, because and he, he was in the area at yeah. that time and, and he said yeah probably <laughs> come in that's what he said that's what he said yeah come on come on then. So that, I don't know what I mean. What's that? I always, yeah. I always fascinated. Free accommodation if you go to California. I've, I've got a whole bunch of them, like twenty or so from the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they did Spider-Man, Hulk, X-Men. They were really good because you got like three or four issues in one book. Printing is terrible on it. I was looking at it again, thinking, man, this is barely. This readable. is really good, Reed Buckler. Yeah, Rich Buckland, good issue. Really, really good. That's like your Red Hulk. That's the Red Hulk one, yeah. Oh, you put the eyes in everything. Yeah, that's, yeah. You put the made eyes it, there because you, you couldn't bear it, no, not having eyes or anything. Oh, I need made, to put some it, eyes here. Made it even more mysterious. <laughs> mysterious figure. It's yeah. like he's... With the blow pen. He's caught his victim with his trousers down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, really, I'm loving... And I'm going to keep... I'm sure I'm going to keep sending a photo every day. Please do. I'm enjoying that very much. Loving it. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving just seeing, you know, the, the phone goes off and I'm sitting going, God, who is it now? Like, there'll be somebody complaining about something and then all of a sudden it's you going yeah. on about Battlestar. I'm like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's the enthusiasm, isn't it? Yeah. Look at this. Um, prizes or cash, glass bow archery set. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, maybe I should. Uh, maybe I could bring them along to show you next time. I've got like about twenty of them. Okay, books. In Spain, in the early eighties, editorial uh, Bruguera used to do pocket books. They used yeah. to be about and about the ninety to hundred and twenty pages. Mm. So. Oh wow. That's that size or maybe slightly smaller and with a paperback oh. cover um, but the edition was as you say maybe there was a page that it published or they split an issue in two and they put something in the middle and then in the following book maybe you get the other half of it right. or maybe you didn't right. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's but they used to do it they used to do it um, in color though those pocketbooks mm. okay. in Spain. Yeah, no such luck here. Mm. Yeah. I've seen pocketbooks here as well in color. DC like ones. DC ones. Yeah, they were they were seventy five pounds. Never mind forty expensive. Well, no, the pocket the pocketbooks in Bruguera <laughs> they, they were, were they were one of those things that were expensive as well. You know, yeah. for the time. Yeah. <clears throat> I've got I think I've got a Batman one and a Superman one of them. Yeah, well, Bruguera did lots, but they did Marvel, DC, and other things as well uh, like the right. Mandrake the Magician yeah. the Phantom mm. Superman Batman Conan the Barbarian uh, and then whatever you want Hulk Spider-Man and the Human Fly and this was all from <laughs> one publisher yeah Bruguera so they, so they were buying loads of at the beginnings licenses. of the 80s yeah. and Bruguera because the Bruguera was so powerful at that time, he managed to get the rights one way or the other. And right. then eventually, when cause there was a time, there were three publishers doing Marvel comics. Right. Oh, three. Three of oh. them, because there was Mundi Comics, Vertife, Bruguera, 
and Comics Forum. And then by the time that Comics Forum started and then did more series, then it got the rights from Marvel and the other two had to stop. And Comics Forum kept right. back, kept doing and then I got some issues of comics for them. Yes. I think when my parents went to Spain. Yeah. And oh, did you? Because that's, that's the comics, that's the Marvel comics I read. And people of my generation, we, yeah. we kind of... Comics for them. Maybe some of the Bruguera pocket books. And, yeah. and then comics for them was the... A slightly, if you... Slightly rather than me, then you will probably got the Vertice Mundi comics, the ones prior to that. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, the farther back you go, the, the edition gets worse, the paper is worse, the printing is... Okay. Some of the stuff is diabolical, cut <laughs> off, re-edited. Oh, no. You've seen some yeah. barbaric <laughs> yeah, things done. It's interesting though, isn't it? To look back oh yeah, I'm yeah. always curious to for all those editions, yeah. international editions. Thank you very much. That's really nice of you. Thank you, Dave. You should have to spend <laughs> decades. I have the Battlestar Galactica uh, movie adaptation. It's in a Down kind that of stuff. Mm. Yes, I need to get that. The super <laughs> special thing. Yeah, I, I, that's the only yeah. one I have. Yeah. yeah. And I believe yes. that the end yeah, is different. different from the comic. They changed the artwork. Yeah, they changed it, didn't they? Yeah. But I have that. Uh, that's the only one I have. <coughs> I thought I'm going to need to get that as well. Because they drew it, the usual thing, they drew it before they'd seen yeah. anything, I think. Yeah, because Colonel Ty, second in command of the Battlestar Galactica, they drew him Jeez. as a white dude. Yes. All the way through it, and then they went, "Oh, he's not white." The thing is, Jefferson isn't the actor. So they had to redraw. You get that in that Masters of the Universe um, huh? book. There's footnotes at the bottom saying <laughs> that the the guys designed it on toys, and then the guys designed this one on the the cartoon, and then concept <laughs> art. So you got figures that don't resemble their comic characters quite right. a lot of the time. But there's always a wee explanation in there to say why. I really want to have a look at those Masters of the Universe mini comics. Because I know there were nothing to do with the, the cartoon that came out. It was a different Dif story, like Yeah, it? and it yeah. changes. Because yeah. uh, it started off as He Man was a barbarian who yeah. had his tribe and he saves the sorcerer, well, <laughs> ah, sorceress, and gets, uh, gets these magic weapons that increase his strength. But yes. then a, a, a couple hundred pages in, they bring it more to the cartoons where right. he's Prince Adam. Ah, they start hmm. going towards that, okay. But he's not always Prince Adam, and he's not always related to the king. What? I love the, I love the, the random bits of colouring, but also oh, just, yeah, the, mm -hmm. in, yeah. just the, the, like, the water damage and event from obviously yeah. being oh, in the bath. Oh, it's the life of that. It's great. This, is, this was consistent most of the way through. Do you know, I was actually looking at the wee red thing I'd done on the on the sort of dots, and I thought that's pretty effective. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That looks pretty good. That looks spacey, you know. I was impressing myself. Oh. I might bring my pocket books next time, just because everybody's sort of looking at them. With yeah. <laughs> and amusement. any other weird <laughs> books you've got as well. See, this was where probably my love of that issue of Micronauts came from reading it in here. I read it in here before I ever went and got the issue years later. 
the the American one. Barn Carzer was uh, scary, wasn't he? What a Kirby crackle in this. <laughs> but that's that. You know, I'd really forgotten that that there was two Battlestar Galactica stories in this. So I didn't know why I was recognising that one when I was reading it the other day. That just shows you that I've probably not opened this really and read it since the eighties. But I've always looked at it. But you read it there many times. Yeah. You read it then. Well, it was just great, was it? Do you know part of Sadlactic on TV didn't have a straightforward? Um, I don't know if you remember this, Mike. You're maybe a bit too young. It's not like it came on TV. I don't think it was the BBC that bought it. They didn't buy it and put it on every Friday. ITV bought it, and in those days, only certain, you know, regions. areas, regions, would were showing it. Right. So I never really saw it. I saw the the odd episode, maybe if they fit it in, but it wasn't ever played. Well, I remember on a watching it. I remember watching it once a week, <laughs> but <laughs> not okay. not regular, as in runs for like twelve or, or twenty weeks in a row. More like. More like maybe six or seven weeks, and then it'll disappear, and then it'll come back, sort so, of thing. So you you're remembering the next bit of the story, ah. which is by the late eighties, oh, the yeah. BBC bought it, yeah, and then they were showing it every week. And ah. I remember being at school watching it and saying to people, they were like, "Oh, that old show!" And I said, "It's never been shown every week like this." And they were like, "Of course, I was there. That's sort of, everybody sort of vaguely remembered it, you know." Because you got the annuals and all that, <laughs> but it was uh, it was great. And the best episode is the last one. I starring Dirk Benedict. <laughs> what was the one? I, I sometimes get muddled up with Buck um, Buck Rogers, but there's uh, I think it's a movie one where it's like everyone, everyone. I think they've all got like uh, they're, they're named after the the star signs. Cassiopeia. That's part of Sadlatica. Yeah, and and, and I uh, remember one scene when they're going in an elevator and they go down and they've just met they've just met a lassie who was from Taurus and I'm like, yeah, I'm a Taurus, oh. and uh, so I kind of remember that. And then there's a scene there's a scene where they go down the elevator and then they open it up, and all you see is he's sort of like I don't know if they're Cylons or, or like insect. Yeah, and, and they've got her they've got her strapped yeah. and they're trying to put something in her gob like, right. to possess yeah. her. Yeah, and I thought, well, that didn't end too well for her. <laughs> Do you know? Well, I was watching, a bit wrong. <laughs> I was watching it and I was stuck. There was a there was a, an episode where, you know, they were looking for Earth. Mm-hmm. Their planet had been all destroyed the time, yeah. by the Cylons and all that. And then sometimes they'd meet other people, and that was the only. And, and then they were like, oh. And I remember they were standing, and these people they'd found were freaking out and went. Because everywhere they went, they went, oh, you must be such and such. And then the Battlestar Lad, the people all went, look, we don't even know what you're talking about, you know. Oh, you're spies from so-and-so. And they're like, oh, no. And then they went, it always came down to, they went, who are you people? You know, and they went, we're, we're refugees from a war. You know, our our planet was has been overtaken. And so we, we're refugees. And I thought, they are refugees, you know. They, they just plainly say that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a story about refugees going away from the it's an exodus yeah and they're needing help mm. like thundercats I thought yeah how interesting <laughs> I <laughs> remember <laughs> the first time I watched it was the the pilot mm. which was like a movie length mm. yeah um, and I watched that 
in video. Huh? My dad, for some reason, he knew someone and he bought one of the first video recorders All and right. came to the island of Menorca. Wow. <laughs> Talking, I mean, I was in second year in primary school. I was really young then. I was wow. about like, seven, like eight. So we're, going, we're looking about 1982. Right, yeah, okay. 1981, 1982. Yeah. When we actually had a video recorder. Mm. That, that, was that was a big thing. Yeah. I mean, I went to school and I said, oh, we got this. And the, the rest of the people in the school were like, what? What's this? <laughs> they said, yeah, you can, you can actually record programs from television. And you can also go to this place, which is a video club. And you can get movies and rent them out, and you can watch the movies at home. Yeah. And they were like, "What?" Yeah. They couldn't believe it. And and Battlestar Galactica came out mm. in video in Spain. So we got that out, and then a couple of years later, in the Spanish television and the national channel, in the whole for the whole of Spain, we had the whole series, including the pilot and the whole two series together. The two seasons wow. watching the summer but good. then i realized in comics that i read at my granny's house something like that when i was very young i saw the movie adverts when the pilot was shown in the cinemas mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right mm. yeah they came out as movies here in the theaters yeah so great stuff Mm -hmm. um, you can tell I'm excited about my I know. Yeah, you should be. Collection. <laughs> I've got some stuff here. It was stuff that I'd showed off over camera. Uh, and never, and, and I've just kind of taken the opportunity to actually show it to you now. Yeah. Which was the Baron and the Bean, George. Yeah, yeah. Baron Bean, sorry. Oh, George Herriman thing. I thought you'd want to have an actual, oh, an actual really? shifty at it. I never even heard of this before you say that. Yeah. The complete third year, by the way. I know. So he was at this for a while. I love these books that we do. It's fantagraphics, eh? Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like the Tony Millionaire books. It's fantagraphic uh, stuff. I think it's actually it's like the museum. It's some sort of cartoon museum or something. Oh, yeah. they've, they've put different collections, all like that, all printed like that, yeah. stripwise. Library of American Comics. Yeah, but there are yeah. loads of different things. Yeah. Like loads yeah, of different things. Star Wars. The Star Wars yeah. is the same. Yeah, they're amazing. Sort of. But I, there's, about that, I think there's Group loads of them actually at the end of that. You'll see, yeah, you'll see, you'll see the, the catalogue, yeah. I don't the know if the Star Wars... Is the, one. the Star Wars is there. there. Dick Tracy, Tavian the Pirates... I don't know if they're listed at the end of that one, though. There's many of them. I don't know if they're listed at the end of that one, though. That's the only thing, because I don't remember seeing Star Wars in that, in that particular yeah. one. It's maybe Certainly just the one Certainly the Star Wars, I have the IDW one uh, appears. There's a big, two big pages of three. Yeah. But there's three of them. There's three of those ones, the the Baron Bean. Yeah, yeah, that's that's this. That's that's yeah, yeah. I was really taken by surprise by it when I saw it. I was like George Herriman. Yeah, like, what? No wonder. And then I was looking through it, going, "These are great! Like these are brilliant." Yeah. That's that. Um, this is one of my intention fails. Uh, that I'm actually, I'm like more than halfway through now. But it's the, the second volume of the Ivan Brunetti, a, uh, like, compilation anthology kind of thing. I actually got the, the first one as well after getting halfway through this. I thought, fuck, oh, I'm getting this. <laughs> but remember all the names I was rattling yes, off? There was lots of them, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can uh, have a look through. I've only started one of my uh, 
That's my last one. That's my last one. Oh. Yeah. I'm far behind. Yeah. I, 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 as soon as we finished our intention feels mm. chat, I, I fired straight in. I was like, let's, let's do it. And now I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the I remember one of them, but I can't remember the the second one of the the well, two. Mine have lots of pages oh, and lots of writing. I do. Well, all of mine are huge. All of mine are really big. Uh, the reason I got through one of them was because I, I chatted to Tony about it, so I kind of was almost forced in a way to to go through it, mm. and it was brilliant. And another one, I really just I was already I'd already read half of it, so I kind of breezed through it quite quickly. Didn't enjoy it at mm-hmm. all, but we'll get to that at the end of the year. It's a whole school on oh, it's just incredible, words. isn't it? It's, it's, it's the ladies, uh, that's and a great book, man. I'd love that to read that. It's, it's good, eh? Yeah, the hopefully, they'll, hopefully they'll have one at that yeah. discount. More, I see, he's still got the language in it. He yeah, goes, he goes by the symptoms. Yeah, symptoms. Yeah, symptoms. It's funny as well because the front, the cover of that one is close. And the cover of the other one is set. So it's just incredible. And it's original stuff as well. Uh, Nathan Cowdery's Sea Diver and Crash Site. This was the stuff that was like yeah. fucking way out there. It was unbelievable. But I thought you just oh. wanted to Yeah, like, it was, you know, the, yes. the pussy stuff and all that. Kind of stuff. I thought you'd want to have a look at them. You know, people, blo- people blowing their brains out and everything. Like, it's so funny. It's so dark, but it's like it's so dark. It's just hilarious. I'm not normally into that kind of stuff either, and I don't know. Like, see, recently I've just been recently I've been gravitating more and more towards. I find myself falling down the rabbit hole of Simon Simon Hanselman recently, and never had any interest at all for the longest time. And he's been uh, and Simon's been posting a. all the strips up on Instagram recently and just sort of formatting them for, for Instagram and then seeing what what collection they're in after it and oh my god some of them are just unbelievable they're just incredible hmm. but they never I mean there's never a moment where they're not vomiting or pissing or <laughs> something you know what I mean like yeah, yes. yeah. I, actually, I actually started reading Crash Site uh, Crash Zone Cra- Crisis Zone fucking hell I've got mixed up between Nathan Cowdery then now. A uh, crisis zone the other day and got about sort of quarter way through it, which was good. Smells good. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's because freshly, it's you know, it's not that long printed really. Yeah, new comic smell. Yeah, it was kind of printed and then shoved in an envelope like straight away. Bloody flies everywhere. It's because there's food that's been kicking about. You know what I mean? That's why I put the bowl in, but yeah. I don't think it's made a difference. Eh. Uh, I fell down a John Porcelino hole as well and ended up actually reading loads. Um, but one bit in particular and perfect example stood out for me and has kind of stuck with me. It's a bit kind of further on, um, but it was it was nice. Uh, you know, it's a bit where he has to go and mow the lawn and he's uh, halfway through mowing the lawn. I love John's stuff because it's all so sort of simply drawn. Um, but he's, he's mowing the lawn and he suddenly, you know, he has a wee epiphany and he says, I see now that I create my own un- unhappiness. The things that happen to me aren't in themselves good or bad. It's the way I react to them that makes them good or bad. 
if I could change the way I react to the world, then I could change the way I feel and I could be happy. I could see things as they really are and I could be happy. <laughs> that just That's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. You know, and I just think of all these people out there, and everybody, even, you know, even myself, that are going to, you know, complaining about the situation, oh, fucking, I can't believe this is happening, why couldn't such and such happen, blah, blah, and it's like, you create your own happiness and unhappiness within those situations, whenever anything happens, it's your choice of how you react to it, and it's, it, it just solidifies it right there and puts it in, you know, a short couple of panels of, like, just take a second, think about it, observe the situation on whole and actually take in what's happening. It doesn't necessarily have to be this negative approach, you know. And so it's, it's incredible. And, you know, that's him mowing the lawn being like, oh, okay, you know, just kind of begrudgingly do it. But as he's doing it, he's like, you know, I really enjoy this. And he's like, oh, you know, wait a minute. But he doesn't write that. He just puts it down in these really simplistic things of him just looking. And it's just the lines coming off of them, like incredible, so good. Love it, man. No, yeah, you've, you've have you seen oh. Perfect Example? No, I've seen have you not? One, no. Holy fuck! So good, so so good. I don't get it. Somebody, I heard somebody saying that you know, when you start with John's stuff, start with Map of My Heart or Perfect Example. Don't go straight into like the classics because you'll get put off. Mm. I don't see it. I was reading loads of his stuff and was like, it's just kind of the same throughout. It's a journey, you know. You really go through an emotional journey with them. I don't understand yeah. why you wouldn't just read anything. Read, you know, whatever one comes to you first and just go with it, you know. I don't see how you would ever be put off by reading a certain one or whatever. I don't know, I, I heard that as well. Yeah. I can't remember who said it. No. But that's how I've, well, no, I first read him when he got interviewed in the journal, mm -hmm. about 2006 or something. Oh, he's just a workhorse. And to be and doing then I got the big collection, I think they had it in Forbidden Planet for a five or something. Uh, King Classic. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those, oh look at this, this is ridiculous, you know, yeah. laughing at them running the shop, going, yeah, I'll, I'll give you five pounds for this, <laughs> you want, yeah, fine. Fucking hell. That's mental. I can imagine that. Hey, look at it now. Like he's putting them out through drawing and quarterly and actually making mm -hmm. the proper money off of them, you know. But just, you know, he's been doing King Cat for what? 32 years. Since 1989. It was inspirational, that interview in the comics journal. He's just great. Yeah. yeah he, he, he occasionally just drops a tweet about how he, what he does every year, you know. Yeah. I think I've still got it saved somewhere, you know. Um, you know, I spend so much on, he says, I spend so much on um, a pack of office paper. Say it's like a fiver or something, like five bucks. He says, I spend like five bucks on a pack of office paper. I spend six bucks on some pens. I spend, and he, he does it all. It's all, nothing's above like 10 quid, you know. And, you know, the, t the final total of what it takes for him to do a whole run of King Cat is like, 50 bucks you know what I mean you're like oh my god and everybody's going oh it's so expensive to do x y and z well I'm like this guy's been doing it for 30 years and you know, he's got stuff out through drawn and quarterly he's renowned as being like one of the greatest cartoonists going because of how he writes and everything as well it's just practice just you know if you've got nothing at your hands to get them like professionally printed or whatever 
It's a fucking deal of a printer at home, you know what I mean? You go to your library and photocopy them for 5p each or whatever, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, if you really want to do it, like he really wanted to do it, wants to do it, and does yeah. it, still does it, you'll do it. You'll find a way of doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody gives it. Don't have to go and spend the most expensive. No. Buy the most expensive board, paper, and things and, and things like that. Yeah, exactly. You could do anything you want. <coughs> but this was this was Tony and Daryl Thorpe's George Mayhem, and uh, it's a good strip, nice, just sort of one up, one down sort of thing, and it's got a kind of message about it uh, overall. Um, Tony kind of wrote a wee piece on it on Patreon. It's not in the book, but Ooh. you know it has a has a little bit in the back. Here's some of Jim, sorry, no, 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 some of Jimbo in Purgatory. I just read this. Yeah, the book. I've got the opening bit of it in here. Mm-hmm. That was insane. That book. I should have brought that. <laughs> That's what happened. Was that one of the reads when you were in London? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was great. You know, there's a bit of the end here about mind the charity. Uh, the mental health charity at the end so it kind of gives you a bit of a thing but I liked the feel mm-hmm. of this book cool and it's got you know black pages throughout Forbes um, art's really good I'm blasting through these quicker than you guys can even read them <laughs> sorry I'm not giving you enough of a chance it's like the old days I know Good. Remember it would get passed around and yep. the conversation would keep coming and going and going back to that again and it was mixed up. It's good though. That's the way it should be. Um these are these are new things that I got through. These are one of the, this was one of the ones that I got from um the outlet store. It's uh, Charles Forman, For, blah, blah, Forsman and Max... De Radigue. Is it De Radigue? Yeah, the yeah. S, uh, normally you, you drop that in French. Fuck so it's a bit De Radigue. The last, did, the last letter normally is dropped when you pronounce in French. Hamlet did Stig and Tilde. Max, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yes, that's the same artist. Yeah, it is. Hamlet did Stig and Tilde. That's all. The guy that did Stig and Tilde from No Brown, that's... Max <laughs> De Radigue. De Radigue. I'm not very good with French. At all. Uh, nah, am I? I'm just saying it, but yeah. I, I don't even know if that's correct. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not we're aware. all believing you. Yeah, I'm not good with French at all. Not in the slightest. So, my excuse is if here, I apologize got, if I say it wrong. Here, I got Charles Forsman wrong there before. Is it? Uh, Charles Forsman. <laughs> um, but this was really good. Just about a, you know, a woman who kind of rides the rails and has a kind of wanderlust about her and she kind of finds her way home and to a family per se that she once had and you know I wasn't expecting much from it because it's very thin there's not really much to it I battered through it really quickly holy Christmas I loved it I really liked it like I came to the end of it and was like oh let's go back on the shelf (laughs) definitely Good. And I'll be reading that quite regularly. Um, nice. And it's got just random explicit sex in it out of nowhere. <laughs> good. Which is good. So, did it surprise you? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get to that. That really, yeah, that did surprise me. That, that, that really I'm just, surprised. I'm just me. saying because it was getting late, so yeah, might yeah, as well just okay. that. So that surprised Tom. Yeah. Uh, no, what surprised? I've got what surprised me down here. Oh. What surprised me was uh, Tony. Tony asked asked us what what was it? What comics surprised you or something like that? Yeah. Was it? Is, that he, is it just? Is that all he said? What surprised you over the, that time? Over over the whole time, over the five years. Yeah. Yeah. Can That's I ask you in, in, in that time, what is the one bo- the one book? Oh, one. Okay. The well, one I can't. Has I can't say this. Well, one of them was was the Junction by Norm Conyo, but I'll just mention that because he's now being published by Titan with us. Put this out in his own. He's now being picked up by Titan. Very good. Did you actually? See, did anybody actually see this physically? Like, actually see it? See it? No, I think so. Uh, but the one that surprised me, obviously, is the big behemoth, the Black Sad. <laughs> Come on, Black Sad. That surprised me. Yeah, that's the one I went for. What was surprising about Black Sad? How I was to overcome my fear. It was surprising oh. that I was able to get through it. I was surprised you actually read it. Read it. Yeah. What surprised me even more about it was how good it is. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting it. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. It's one of the more than European classics. It's, it's incredible. You all know Black Side. Mm. Oh. This is just full of surprises. Though. I got this. Soft cover version through and was a bit disappointed and was like, no, nah, you know, I kind of wanted it to be hardback. That's a bit, that's a bit of a disappointment. I might just, might return it. I might just get all the hardbacks individually. And then I sat reading through it and was like, no, nah, this is easier to read. I like this. <laughs> it was really I good. I remember when you got that and you yeah. put it a video of it. Yeah, it was nice. I thought they put all of them. Even amarillo is in there. Hmm. Even amarillo is in there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so is the two short stories as well. Good. Spit of the sky and and uh, what is it? Spit of the sky and like cats and dogs, which is amazing, and has a great bar scene at the end. Yes, it's unbelievable. And then there's a wee bit of the sketchbook as well. But there's nothing else. There was the, apparently in a couple of the hardback ones. There's actual. Um, there's actual like talking through yeah. what what happens and stuff. There's like that. more extra. Yeah, whereas there's just. But for that edition, I mean, for that. Oh yeah, it was like next to nothing as well. It was like twenty quid or something like that, which was unbelievable. For the whole. You know, it's a really good price for that. Uh, the whole collected stories. That's what surprised me though. That's definitely surprised me. The only other things I got recently, I just wanted to say, I got recently today. I got more to my Noah Van Skyver collection, so I got my hot date and. Blamo one to five from Kilgore Books because he reissued my hot date with other other bits in it and you know the the first five issues of Blamo are like like gold dust to come by these days so they've been put into an actual collection now. That's no. a nice wee picture no. at the very end. Like it's got lots of enemies that are kind of like hugging each other and having drinks. It's not enemies, it's all lovers, Mike. It's just showing you that we are all one world and we're not. Yeah. Spoiler. But, but they, they are sort of enemies in the natural world. Yeah, well, it's nothing to do with the natural world, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
it's about love. Stop it. Do you hate love? Is that it? I like it when they're eating each other. <laughs> I'll read one of your naturalist books for that. Yeah, funny. Um, I really enjoyed this, Dave. I've got to thank you so oh, yeah. much for giving me a shot of it. I bought my own copy. Um, I really got to thank you for. It's a good life if you don't weaken by sex. Yeah. I was in. I was like in bits reading it. It was so good. It's just great. It's. I mean, it, solid solid cartoonist like just unbelievable and yet he says that he can't look at this stuff now he's like oh that's ancient I can't look at that anymore that's no that's not good I'm like, it's quite common isn't it yeah it is look yeah at, look at your old well stuff. when he was promoting this when mm. Noah was promoting Blamo 1 to 5 he was like I can't even look at that stuff that's yeah. disgusting he's like oh, I'm just he's like it's it's out there and you know everybody can have it but yeah. I'm so embarrassed of what everybody's going to see I'm like what? <laughs> I'm looking at it going, this looks fucking great, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, but, but yeah, Seth. And that was him speaking about it like six years ago or something, you know. And he's like, oh, I can't even look at that stuff. I'm like, fuck, what's he doing now? But just unbelievable. You know, his, his kind of obsession with trying to track down that cartoonist and everything. And then it turns out the cartoonist is fake. And no, oh, it's great. Like, I just love it. It's so good. I just like watching the kind of mundanity of it all. And there's just a good lot of heart to it, even though it's it's just him kind of wandering about from place to place. Really, <sighs> I'm just flicking through it now. <laughs> Can feel myself disappearing into it. Uh, I'm not expecting anybody to flick through this, but I picked up the Love and Rockets Companion. Companion? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Is that an anniversary? 30th. Yeah. Yeah. So what's it now? It's on like 35? 38? I don't know, it's probably like coming up for 40, isn't it? Yeah. Must be. Early 80s. Well, this was 2013. Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of chats between Groth and Jaime and um, Gilbert, and uh, there's like going through like the history of it and everything. It's just a lot of conversations and stuff. That'll be a good. Week. Mario in there, but then as you get further in, it actually tracks each of the se- the separate stories character guides, oh. and then it gives you like the story of the universe and each of the characters that are within it and who they're related to it's got name description and first appearance for each one of them right okay but if there's ever a time that I'm reading something and I'm going who the fuck is that you know what I mean like where, where's this come from I can go back to this and go ah oh, right okay but I just liked it as an oddity as well you know what I mean it's just another part of Love and Rockets to go through but the thing that gets me more than anything is the checklist. So it's each one of the books. Right. <laughs> and you know, pages and pages and pages. I just love it. Why is that like a all the stories yeah every single story what, what, what volume they're collected in and then each of the single issues 
mm-hmm. uh, each of what they've done. You know, here's Bizarro Comics, uh-huh. Best American Comics 2012, and what story Ooh. they've got in it. Wow. Uh, comics, co- comic book confidential. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Comics Journal. Loads of things in here. You know, 1981, 1982, 95, 96. What, what, what artist was in it? Was it Jaime or was it Gilbert or Gilberto? Yeah. Nice, nice glossary it's got here for, for Marvel Comics it says back in the 1960s it was a wonderfully fun line of comic books especially the Kirby and Ditko stuff now it's a hateful media conglomerate that popularises bad drawing that's that's an older bit, uh, older comic as well <laughs> and then I never I don't know if he's ever actually got a chance to look through a, a Bubbles fanzine so that was the only reason I brought it down because I forgot to do it the last day you want to look at that? yeah sure do you know that front cover actually comes out and folds out to one big poster oh, as well? Cool. Thirty years and counting. <laughs> yeah, definitely I'm counting. Yeah, this would be a good read. The interviews yep. and all that are good. I can smell this one. <laughs> Move it back a bit. I can smell it. <laughs> smell the fear. <laughs> Did you bring the ones with you? Yeah. Oh, is it, are you finished? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just I, ironically, these two are actually yours as well, so yeah. <laughs> these are the two. Justice League, the Tornado's Path, and Identity Crisis. Now, I've got to say, you were right about some of the brutality that was mm. in there. I like the idea of not knowing what happens at the end as in I don't guess what's going to happen it's a surprise but this wouldn't be my surprise one love the art and like the story so there's your two there and what I've been reading recently well I've not read this I, I took a wee flick through I, I liked the cover of it and thought I'll, I'll have a wee read unfortunately I've got issue 8 <laughs> So I'm actually uh, finding it hard to see now because it's getting so dark. <laughs> I'll pass that to you. I I've had a flick through, like the pictures, and thought I'll, I'll give it a try. But it it's very confusing because it was number eight I picked. What is it? Uh, Sonata. Hmm. Sonata by David Hine. And then I got yeah. a, an issue of Thor, which looks absolutely bewildering. This is, uh, this is like Donald Blake has turned into an absolute enemy. These two here I got, uh, Detective Comics, because uh, the Penguin has made a, an entrance in this big storyline that's got a villain called Mr. Worf. So I saw this, uh, it was mentioned online, these, the Penguin's going to be up to level because he's, uh, he's embarrassed that the, the Bat-Brats have been sent to get him instead of Batman. But this Mr. Worf is like a big mustachio guy who can take Batman on one on one. This is the other one I've been reading, and it's all swanky deluxe. It's the last Ronin in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, did you bring that the the last thing? <clears throat> um, I would have mentioned it, but yeah, yeah. but um, 
Oh, but you, I think you may be waiting on them coming through yeah. or something. Yeah. But this is half of them. Right. So it's going to be six altogether. I am really enjoying this. I've been going back and forth to the comic shop saying, uh, have, you, have you got <coughs> number four? <laughs> yeah, I've had people saying this is really good. And the last, last comic, I recently bought an issue of 2000 AD. Now, where's the price? I, I've tried to forget the price of £3.10. <laughs> the only story I've read in there is the one involving all the chimps, which is sort of like Hershey Poirot in space. And of course, I've been reading the uh, reading the um, Masters of the Universe comics. Reading other stuff as well, I got reminded of one of David's old comics with the two cavemen playing with each other's. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, private parts. Because I was I was reading the first biography that Clive James wrote. You have to say that. And he, uh, non challenge. Uh, no, exactly. He, he wrote, he wrote that when he was a kid he used to he used to used to hang out with this this guy uh, as as a kid. And uh, the two of them both the same age and they he described them as uh, playing with each other's dangles and at that moment I suddenly suddenly got the image of uh, ah. David's um, comic with the two cavemen. The Rise of Man. <laughs> That's what that was called. If I the Rise of Australian Journalist, I think. The Rise of Man. Uh, if I mind right on the page, it kind of reliably informed that nothing rose then, which is probably just as well. Uh, no. It rose. <laughs> and it uh, climaxed. Well, they were kids. No. No, oh, the cavemen. The, the cavemen. Oh, yeah, they, no, that they one of the cavemen. No, <laughs> not the other thing. <laughs> a, view, a view to a kill. Wow. Jalan Jalan. Uh, I did. Thank ah. you. Yes. Nando Sinis? Yes. This look good. <clears throat> the last one. Yeah. yeah, you can see why I'm, I'm excited to see the rest of them. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I bought a, a prog. Well, Tharg is still in there. Yeah. Oh, Scrooge McDuck. But does he still eat his plastic cups? Nobody will answer me. That was always Tharg's thing to me. Hmm. Plastic cups. Oh, good one. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I was kind of spacing out there for a moment. So, what's been a surprising one for you, Nando? A surprise? Mm -hmm. I was trying to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you put it through. Um, I can think of one. It's really hard, isn't it? It's really hard to be surprised. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's been a lot of stuff I think that's happened. I mean, obviously. Something that we didn't even say at the very, very start. You know, it's been five years we've been doing it as a as a podcast. Obviously, we've all been meeting up for longer because yeah. we did the, the groups before that, uh, the different library groups and everything. But we're all, I think we were meeting up before we even, uh, uh, mind yeah. before we even turned it on. Yeah, you know? yeah that's right. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, five years worth of stuff. It's kind of hard to think of one thing, but there, there's been surprising stuff that's happened with uh, doing this the way we have anyway. I mean, I would have never thought that people would have passed on 
review copy stuff. Asked for you know our opinions on it or anything like that. Um, well, I was I was surprised on that when we started. Yeah. And suddenly you, and at the very beginning, oh, we, I go we go all these copies to review. We go yeah. All these to review. <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They send us these boxes and we have to review them and so there's, yeah, you have this, you have that. That was a surprise. Yeah. I didn't expect. Uh, I, I didn't, didn't expect, expect that at all. No. And and I have to thank the publishers, editors and podcasters authors mm-hmm. everyone else who's been involved and sending stuff to us asking for our opinion mm-hmm. asking for our input on this yep. um, and thank you mm-hmm. big thank time you. big time thanks mm-hmm. folks <laughs> but it's you know it's just there's been a lot of stuff that's happened i mean you know it's, been, it's not been the first time we've been out at like a con or something and somebody's been like I recognise your voice, <laughs> or something like that, and yeah, oh, it's just me. oh no, I've I recognise your accent. Yeah, I've, I've already looked at it. Like, sorry. Um, yeah, do you mean like? I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's an odd thing. You don't think about that. I mean, I think about I the the the, the mic stuff, the microphone. Sorry, mate. The <laughs> the microphone stuff in like recording comes. Like total secondary, you know what I mean? Like I just don't think about that. I'm thinking of the fact that me and all you guys in chatting comics, you know what I mean? And we always kept it like that, intentionally natural. We've never yeah. been scripted in any way yeah. or I think it makes it unique for us as well. Doing you know it in a way that oh you have to think uh, what you're gonna say and what we're gonna talk. And I spent last week typing it all up and memorising <laughs> it and every night. I only had four hours sleep in the last <laughs> four <laughs> night. How many times how many times how many podcasts? We've started, oh, the topic is going to be this. And then we are an hour and a half into it, <laughs> and we haven't even remotely come yeah. close to that topic. Yeah. And we're talking about Jack Kirby, Alan Moore, um, <laughs> Big Barda. Yeah, Big Barda's doing fine, by the way. Battlestar Galactica, Colombo, or, <laughs> or whatever other convention has happened. Or Masters of the Universe, or goodness knows what other topic has come up. But I'm even, I'm even thinking about now, yeah, like right now, you know, it's all, we're at well, the very end and I've only just mentioned, oh, it's five oh, years no, today, you know. Well, that's typical of us, so you've been listening to us all this time, then yeah, it's it's us, that's how we do it. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's just, it's such a, it's just such a strange, it's a surreal thing that I just don't even bother thinking about it, really. I mean, I edit them up. I put them out for people to listen to, and I enjoy doing that, and I enjoy us listening back to it. But the actual nature and 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 the thought of somebody sitting down and listening to it just doesn't compute at all. Like I just can't. If the minute you start thinking about it, I think you drive yourself nuts. Do you, you know think I mean? there's people out there who are like hardcore fans, so they've got like a <laughs> room with all our so faces on it, and like mugs and t-shirts with our faces on action figures of us Adam Adam, Fal- Adam Falp actually said uh, he was like congrats and I put it up he was like congratulations guys for doing five years uh, I'm still waiting on my hoodie coming <laughs> yeah wait yeah <laughs> exactly yeah uh, but it's just so funny but even that like there is people out there that have got jumpers with it on <laughs> I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. It's John who made the made the other design. Dave did uh-huh. the original one, and yeah. I put that on a t-shirt, and that will forever remain the the art. You yeah. know what I mean? We should do t-shirts of our covers. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah, 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 totally. I thought that today. I thought that comic smell comic would be a good t-shirt. It'd be good for a white t-shirt as well because it would just mix with it. It would look more natural. Mine wouldn't be a black t-shirt one then. But... Yeah, John that did the other design for us off the back. That's another thing, you know. John, yeah, John designed out of nowhere, you know. I, I, I commissioned him to do something, and then he goes on. Oh, by the way, I did this, knock this up, do what you want. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so that's like the Twitter logo, or whatever. And uh, I got it put on a jumper, and then I sent it to John as like a, a th- another sort of thank you. I sent him a jumper, and then my mate goes. I really like your jumper. Can you stick out on a jumper for me and I'll give you the money for it? I'm like, right, okay. So there is people. I mean, it's my pal and 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 my other pal, John. You know, but there is folk out there that have got that on a jumper. You know, <laughs> and it's giving you guys the t-shirt. You still got that t-shirt? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's I don't know. It's a surreal thing. I don't think of it as like branding or shit like that. I can't believe it was five years. Five years, mm. I know. I mean, it just seemed like a couple of months ago. Maybe. I know. Made in your flat, in. <laughs> I know. We've actually been we've actually been longer meeting up. Well, we've been longer doing meetings here, but because of having to meet all that time on Skype, obviously we didn't actually physically meet here, mm. you know. But we have actually been done more here than yeah. We've done so more, more here yeah. than yeah yeah and there and yet that still. It still feels like oh, this is just temporary. Uh-huh. Until we- <laughs> yeah, I still. To me, it's just going to your kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, your dogs come around. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you- oh, that's you. That's you. Okay, let's go play. <laughs> I can bring that one of the toys and <laughs> I still <laughs> nose between crotch. Yeah, yeah. I still remember uh, coming into the kitchen. Way when we just got Barney and being like, there he is, mm-hmm. you know, the wee man, yeah, puppy, yeah, and now uh, it's you know, he's four years old, <laughs> unbelievable. I just thought, oh, I just can't believe it. Uh, but yeah, so now this has been, oh, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster, <laughs> but yeah, you know, five years. What's the one, one thing that's the one book, not even the one thing, the one book that surprised you. I can't choose one because there have been many books that an artist that you have introduced me to. I uh, started with Dave mm-hmm. when I met him in Canisteo Library, and since then, and then through you, Tom, and through you, Mike, and then it's been so many things that you know I wouldn't think to pick up. Yeah. And now because you show me the stuff, and I've then read the stories and the comics and. So I can't just pick up one. Yeah. Um, it's very difficult. And then also then, what do you choose? Do you choose something that surprise you in a good way or they surprise you in a bad way? Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> That's my one. I, I come across things that have disappointed me. Mm-hmm. And I, I was expecting more. Yeah. Um, but I would say it's really difficult just to pick up one. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, it, it, I mean, it... The black side thing was so last minute. I was really struggling. I, I, mean, I was surprised that you you went into it so much and you like it now. You love it. Love it. Absolutely love because it. Because you were no no. I can't look at this. No no. And you can't even look at it. Yeah. I remember that when I brought the copy of it, and you were like, 
I couldn't even look at this. It's far too close. It's far too close to to, to the real animal. And to yeah. Human beings, that's not you right. Can, you can own up for owning a black side cuddly toy that's sitting in your bed. I would gladly have a black side cuddly toy. I'm telling you, I Man, would. The merch is so expensive. But I, th- that was a last minute thing. I was I was doing what, what I'd said to you. I'm going through the list, and I was yeah. going through the list like I just don't know. And then it was only about. 10 minutes or something before I came downstairs when you turned up <laughs> I just looked at the shelf and went oh it's got to be black sand I mean <laughs> that's, that's uh, yeah definitely what about you David has anything go and you go yeah that was, that was a hard question I thought that's a tough question and then and I was thinking about, I, I, that was a good idea to go through the list mm-hmm. so I was going through the list and I was getting all the way you know A, B, C and I, I'm like there's something not right here you know I'm not and it got me to thinking is I don't know if I'm surprised by any thing I'm reading you know? I don't know maybe I don't look to read comics to be surprised maybe that's not something I'm looking for because it's never happening mm. and I thought I wonder what that means maybe I'm boring maybe I'm always <laughs> you know I can like things be impressed are better than I thought worse than I thought I think I'm usually if I'm reading something it's because I've already kind of thought yeah I'd like I've thought something about it and I expect a certain thing so then I'm reading it I don't know that I'm reading something and then the one book that I did think no wait a minute that did surprise me right so I did come up with one okay and it was because of the effect it had on me while I was reading it and it was Terror from the Other Side Joan Eda oh yeah 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 (laughs) and I remember reading that and I was very surprised that the entire universe started collapsing in around me as I was reading it <laughs> and all of reality was caving in and, and everything was just falling into a black hole and that was the effect it had I'm sure yeah. I said it at the time I couldn't believe it um, so I was surprised by that hmm. very much that's so good. that's the, uh, that's the only one I could think of uh, yeah well, I mean, it's a, I do have one, but um, it's like honourable mentions where you've seen loads of comics, you turn the page and you get a surprise, or you, you open up a comic and you're like, that's fantastic, but the one I'll have to say was a surprise for me was um, Habibi by Craig Thompson, oh. because when I... When I first read his book, The uh, Space Dumplings, mm-hmm. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I thought it was brilliant, it was well drawn, well written, entertaining, never bored reading it. And I thought, well, Habibi will be um, like a Middle Eastern version of that. And when I got it, I like, quick flick through, okay, the art looks nice. Um, and when I read it, I absolutely hated it. Oh, really? <laughs> hated it. Oh. It has put me off the idea of looking at things like Blankets, his previous work. Because oh. it was so bad and... Uh, I've heard it's been banned from the library because it's uh, been pretty offensive. Huh? Yeah, someone someone went in and complained about it and they oh, do that had, anyway. to, had to, pick it, to put it down. I mean, I'm I'm the sort of person where if you're offended by it, you just don't read it. Yeah, exactly. So it should be it should still be up there. But when I looked at it, because I, I bought it, it was like twenty five quid wasted, I think. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I thought absolute rubbish, and I still haven't read it all. So I'm, I've been I'm like three quarters into it now Jeez. and some chapters are over a hundred pages God. So, what is it that's so offensive about it? oh it's just like it portrayed everyone 
in that book, being from the Middle East as being potential murderers, rapists, and it never had a single character, even the two main characters, they all had their, I mean, everyone's got their flaws, but these were sort of like completely thrust upon the reader. Wow. That's how I felt. And just a uh, kind of, just a kind of, um, I don't know, like a, a Middle Eastern fear mongering. A bit like that. It made, it made Frank Miller's uh, 300 look extremely tame. <laughs> oh, so at, least, at least he made the Persians look absolutely cool in their ninja like outfits and war rhinos and claw men. But, and it was done to be outrageous. But when you look through, uh, look through um, Habibi, it's like, this is downright disgraceful, some of the portrayals. Can you, would you go as far as to say it's almost like it, it, it's racist? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. But it's whether, I don't know if it's his intention to be so, but he's unwittingly gone into that realm. Mm. So yeah, I'm completely uh, put off by it. But if I owned a library, I wouldn't like ban it. Off the shelves, but yeah. probably think of putting a wee warning that this is, because... Uh, I can't remember if it's actually got a warning on it, but I would put an extra warning saying, look, uh, a lot of people are probably going to be offended by looking at this. It's a lengthy tome as well. It's like a brick. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Perfect. Well, thank you, guys. Mm. Five years. <laughs> thank you, Zephyr, for continuing to come and do it. What was that? We should have got send us any comments or questions or just to say hello. You can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube and most other places you find podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher, and this track is Dial Up. You can find Chart Smasher on Twitter, at Joan Edam. And you can buy the tracks on Bandcamp. That Comic Smell comic issue number one is now available to buy. Join David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadaka and Tom Stewart with guest artist John Tucker as they create their first anthology together. Buy your copy today at fredeggcomics.bigcartel.com Go to fredeggcomics.bigcartel.com today to buy your copy.